You're listening to Notably Texan on listener-supported 88.9 KETR. I'm your host, Matt Menke. And today it's my pleasure to bring you a discussion with a folk Americana singer-songwriter who has been really infatuated by music since he was in about the fourth grade. And he started off rewriting the lyrics to popular songs and found a real passion for songwriting. And he's been at it for decades. He says that he likes to make a deep dive into the interesting and intoxicating twists and turns of the joy of life. He's put out multiple albums through the years. His latest is titled Deeper Water. Today, we'll get to learn a lot more about Texas folk Americana singer-songwriter Randy Palmer. Well, it's great to meet you today, Randy, uh, albeit remotely. Uh, thank you so much for speaking with Notably Texan. Well, thank you, man. I appreciate being on the show. I understand that I've kind of uh, caught you out of the state at this moment. Yes, we're, we're actually on I-69 in Anderson, Indiana. Wow. Well, that's a long way from the Lone Star. <laughs> Yeah, we've been doing a few shows and uh, a few radio promotions out in this part of the country. That's great. So I know that uh, you've been called a, a cross between a painter and a poet, so who was it that taught you about the uh, the painting aspect? That would be my dad. He was a painting contractor. He was he was uh he, he's what I like to call a painting painting contractor. Okay. Yeah. He, uh, he 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 not only had the company but he did a lot of the work himself and i mean on the the poetry side of things have you always kind of been a fan of uh, of songwriting or was it literally poetry that you were interested in uh in your younger life it it it, it was songwriting and uh and from the really from grade school we started writing new lyrics to popular songs when we were on fourth fifth sixth grade and uh and i i just i've never stopped <laughs> uh, i've i've been writing ever since well, uh, tell me a little bit about the the roots of your interest in music and playing instruments. I think you learned uh, from your brother, didn't you? Yes. He took guitar lessons, uh, and after his guitar teacher left, he would teach me what he learned. And that's how I learned to play guitar. Well, uh, Randy Palmer is our special guest here on KETR, and I, I saw that your daughters are also musicians, so it seems like you kind of carried on the family tradition then and uh, taught them a bit as well, did you? Yes. I have three daughters. Uh, and they're all great vocalists. Uh, two of them are on the record singing background, and uh, and uh, my middle daughter is a uh, singer-songwriter herself. Very nice. So, yeah, it seems like this is just going to become a, a thing for the family to do is to, is to pass their passion for music on down to the next generation then. Oh, yeah, I hope so. I have some grandkids. I can't wait to get their first guitar. Okay. <laughs> Very good. Did you go to college here in Texas? Yes, I went to Baylor. Uh, graduated from there with a communications degree. Nice. It seems like, yeah, we have something in common there. I saw that you studied uh, radio, television, and film, which is what uh, what I studied in college as well. Yes. Where did you go to school? Uh, actually, right here uh, at the at the university that I'm coming to you from, which is uh, Texas A&M University Commerce. All right. Okay. So did you actually have aspirations of kind of working in radio or TV, or was it more the communications side that, that called to you? I was more on the communication side. I wanted to learn about production and how it worked uh, because I knew I wanted to pursue music, and uh, and it was the that was the closest thing I could get at that point in time. So uh, this kind of uh, ties into your degree a little bit. Tell me about the work that you did in the advertising business. Well, uh, my advertising experience was it it, it was a, primarily built around writing jingles and uh, writing and producing jingles for. For clients that we had, I was a partner in an agency for a while in Amarillo, Texas. My my job was to be uh, anything audio, 
in that agency. Yeah, a lot of people might not really think about this, that this is a, a business of creating those catchy little uh, songs and jingles that you hear on uh, on the commercials that you get hammered with, uh, you know, around the world on, on commercial, uh, you know, media outlets and everything. But there's somebody that creates these things, and you were one of those people. Well, and, you know, at the time that I was writing jingles, we you actually used a stopwatch and a, and a metronome to okay. come up with your time seg- segments for the jingle. And uh, we built everything around seven and a half seconds. And uh, it was it was quite interesting. And uh, it was fun. There was a science to it. Really? No kidding. Yeah, that's not a lot of time uh, to work with. But uh, but you do you do a lot in that seven and a half seconds, don't you? Well, hey, you know, and I think of it like these guys that do loops today on their their loop pedals and stuff. They're dealing with segments, you know, even shorter. That's an interesting point. You just put out your latest album, Deeper Water, this year. But I know that you've been putting out music uh, since uh, the 70s, I believe, right? Yes. Big break in, in there to raise three daughters and uh, trying to make a living right as happens uh, for for working singer songwriters of course i mean it's uh, it's sometimes hard to hard to be able to devote yourself to that uh, with with life going on um i saw that you had been kind of working on this deeper water release uh, for a few years we started this i w- i want to say in in uh a little bef- i mean it was before the pandemic hit as we started it but when the pandemic hit we kind of the brakes were put on and and it took a while for us to come up with a way to work in studio merle brigante the the producer uh was very cautious and so we uh we we worked our way through uh procedures and and were able to to come back and all the tracks pretty much are uh recorded elsewhere and flown in and then uh assembled in the studio Right. Everybody had to learn sort of a new way of doing things uh, remotely, but it is amazing, you know, how much you can get done without being in the same room these days. <laughs> yeah, it sure makes you think about uh, communication a bit more, uh, and how you how you describe what you're what you're desiring to have in a, a track to the player. Yeah, that had to have been uh, somewhat of a challenge, but uh, I mean, you've. You've seen a lot of changes uh, in the in the industry through the years. You know this is something uh, unimaginable uh, back when you started. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, it, it was. You know, when I first started, I, the, my the first record that I was a part of was recorded on a on a four track. Yeah, <laughs> uh, <laughs> and we we were pinging tracks and stuff like that to to get it all in. There might have literally been some uh, some cutting and splicing of tape back in those days. <laughs> There was. There was. Randy, it uh, seems like you've really tried to encapsulate your life experiences and, and uh, highlight your imagination on this new record. This record is much more personal than the, than the previous album, Waterline, uh, because the, most, of the, most of the songs relate to, to something that, that has happened or desired to happen in my family. Nice. I think a lot of people, you know, find that uh, find that truthfulness in music uh, quite relatable. Yeah, and I've tried hard to be really truthful in in this record about who I am and, and what's right and what's wrong. I understand that uh, you've done a, a fair amount of music instruction as uh, like a lecturer and a workshop coach. I have a, a a really good friend who he's now retired, but he he was a professor of English at Amarillo College, a junior college in Amarillo, in a and for years, uh, for two weeks of his creative writing course, I would take it, and we would do a, 
works work on songwriting. And Mike Bella is his name, and he but he he was kind enough to include me in that. And then uh, from that, I did several workshops for the, like the the creative writers of North Texas. Well, yeah, this kind of goes back to you know. Um what your brother did with you teaching you about music and what you did with your kids. So you obviously uh, like to, uh, you know, to share your knowledge about, uh, about your passion of music. Yeah. I have a good friend. His name is Joel White. Right now we're watching him blossom into a great songwriter. And so that, that's, that, that brings me a lot of joy. Well, uh, you seem to also enjoy getting up close and personal with people through your music, and I know, I know you've said that you love to play in listening rooms and at house concerts. Tell me a little bit about that. Listening rooms are, are, are scattered about, but there's not as many of them as there are house concerts. But I would tell you that any chance I get to play a house concert, I am there. I want, I want to do that because that's where it gets it gets intimate between you and the audience. There's nothing that's more fun than to play a song and to be able to connect with a person that's five feet away from you and, uh, and, and you have a shared experience. Right, and their undivided attention as well. Yeah, and they came to listen, <laughs> not to eat or, or to drink. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I can definitely understand that. I've heard that from a lot of other performers, too, who really appreciate that, that up-close and personal experience like that. Well, Randy, you're uh, you're backed by some great talent on the new album, Deeper Water. Are there any uh, players that you'd kind of like to uh, point out on the record? Uh, I think, very first of all, I'd like to point out Mike Dorian. Uh, his guitar work is uh, impeccable. His uh, uh, creativity uh, uh, always calls me to go a little bit deeper with what I'm doing with the song. And he's a great guy, too. But Mike Dorian is a is an excellent player, and uh, I think uh, I've got to watch Mike's career kind of take off over the last five or six years. And Dave Perlman and Peter Wozner too are are two class acts, and they are both at the top of their game in their the instruments that they play. Uh, Peter is uh, uh, keyboards, piano, B uh, three. And, uh, and Dave Perlman is dobro and steel, lap steel guitar. Uh, they are excellent. I saw a familiar name of one of the Braun brothers on the uh, listing as well. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Cody Braun is, a, is, is I mean, he is, well, you, you know Reckless Kelly. Right. Too, and and, uh, and uh, his work there. But uh, Cody is, is the consummate studio guy when he steps in there. And he... Uh, 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 he always brings. I don't know. I, I I hate to use the word attitude, but it's but it, that may be the best word. He brings an attitude that that brings the whole song together, and uh, uh, and he's always he's got great suggestions too. Yeah, well, he's definitely got a lot of experience, and I know he is a he's a go to guy for a featured uh, artist. So uh, so like I said, some great talent backing you up on this album. We're talking with Randy Palmer on eighty eight nine KETR. Um, we didn't actually talk about this back at the start, and you're you're away from the state right now. But uh, you've got a happy home in the Panhandle, I believe. Yes, yeah, we live in Amarillo, Texas, and uh, it's that's that's I'm born and raised in that part of this uh, Texas, uh, and uh, Amarillo's home, and uh, we love the town, and uh, I'm we're just we're proud of Amarillo, and we're we're proud to be uh, part of Texas music. There's a great music community in Amarillo, uh, Randy. 
What would you say to a notably Texan listener about the importance of supporting their local public radio station? Public radio is the lifeline of, of musicians like myself. Uh, public radio, I get all my news pretty much from public radio. I get all my, uh, often my short list of things I'm going to write about. They come over the airways and they become, they become notes in my little notebook. Uh, but public radio is essential for, I think, a healthy uh, environment in a, in a community. And uh, it's where you get the, the most uh, non-biased uh, news and reports possible about your area. You probably get a lot more kind of uh, callbacks, if you will, from public radio stations than the commercial outlets because they're not really putting a lot of focus on, you know, Americana and folk music these days. No, and and I tell you that in, in Amarillo, there's a there's a station called High Plains Public Radio, right. and that is like my second home. Uh, uh, they they have they have supported me every step of the way, and uh, and I will do everything possible to support them in public radio. I can. Well, I appreciate your comments on that. Uh, I know that you've got a uh, a website with many aspects, uh, including a a blog that kind of chronicles some of your recent travels. Who knows? We might see a, a post about what you're doing right now, uh, and and of course your music is is yeah. there as well. So tell listeners where they can keep up with you online, Randy. RandyPalmerMusic.com. Because it turns out that Randy Palmer is a common name, so you're not the only one in the world. So make sure they're going to Randy Palmer Music. No, <laughs> uh, there's another Randy Palmer out there that that is deceased. But he was a he was a rock and roll guy. Yeah, and, uh, we don't sound anything alike. Right. <laughs> so make sure you're finding the right Randy Palmer if you're wanting to look into today's guest. Well, uh, listen, I know that it's it's difficult to do an interview while you're on the uh, road, literally, right now. But I uh, sincerely appreciate you uh, sharing your stories and your insights today. And uh, Randy, I, I want to wish you all the best in your endeavors, and uh, hopefully, we'll get to talk again soon. Okay. Thank you. I appreciate it. Thank you for having me. Support public radio. And you can do that by visiting our site, KETR.org, and clicking on the Donate button. And a reminder that you can listen to Notably Texan weekdays from 11 to 2 on 88.9 KETR in Northeast Texas or streaming worldwide at KETR.org. I'm your host, Matt Menke. Thank you for listening.